All right, it's about to get lively in here. Hour number three, Darren, Donick, and Chase, ESPN 102.5, the game. Darren McFarland, Willie Donick, Chase McCabe, and a guy that hasn't been a stranger to this show over the years as we scramble to get him headphones. I don't know what we're doing. We should have been on top of that. But a man that I said earlier, and I'm going to say it to his face and let him know that I'm not saying it just because he's in here. I think one... If you're going to have a position in the league and you're going to pay people and it's going to fill a roster spot like a punter or a kicker or a long snapper or a fullback and that counts as a roster spot and, oh, by the way, you pay them money, then why can't if they're great at what they do, why can't they be in Canton? Why can't they be in the <laughs> Hall of Fame? I mean, I don't – it's like, well, yeah, but he's just a – well, wait a minute. You, you pay them. They're on your roster spot and – Hold on, we got to get Max. I don't think Max has got the button. Can hear, can hear low. Let's bring in Lorenzo. Activate Biel. the mic. Yeah. You, there we go. There you're, we go. you're absolutely right. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like a good neighbor, the fullback is there. Coach, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was waiting for that. I was waiting to get that in. I was, was just good. saying. I, I don't. I'm biased. I, I've told you. I. I you by the way, I thought you were consistent. I appreciate that. You know. I, you were fantastic at what you did. I, I think you're crazy to do what you did for the the period of time that you did. But you know what? You look at your record, your track record, where you were and what the running backs did and the success that they had. And, oh, by the way, I don't believe it was a coincidence that you were there and they had those type of seasons. You were great at what you did, and I think that uh, that should be rewarded. That's just my opinion. And, and I am greatly appreciative you guys you know, feel that way, and thanks for having me on the show. Love, love coming on the show. We always have a ball. I, I, I think that there should be a fullback in there, and I know there are some fullbacks that are in there, Franco Harris, but those are the times when they were in the splitback, so mm-hmm. they didn't necessarily have a true fullback that's going downhill, going to their hair glass. I think there are several guys that should be on that list, and they are, you know, you look at Larry Sinners, what he did for the Arizona Cardinals, how good he was at chipping and blocking Sam Gash, another great fullback that I think that, you know, had a Hall of Fame type of career. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Moose Johnson. Moose Johnson, what he was able to do for Emmitt Smith, he's on that list as well. You look at Mike Allstock, there's different guys that brought a different flavor to the game that no doubtably they should. You're right. Kickers, punters, those guys are apart. People can't stand kickers, and all of a sudden they love love them once they make a (laughs) kick. And how much did they love Del Greco when he missed that chip shot against, you know, Baltimore? So they're loved and they're hated. So, But they are in the Hall of Fame, and I do believe that you should honor this fullback because if it's not me some one of these guys in my opinion should definitely be worthy of well, what are you told lorenzo like why they don't do that i mean i know it's not glorified it's not a glorified position yeah. you you gravitate to the left tackle or the wide receiver or the running back or the quarterback right. but what why why not you know what it, it's interesting because some say well they don't play enough plays but i said but every time a fullback's in there they're usually at the point of attack you think about when they're running they're running at those guys you had hall of famer you know bruce matthews and all those guys which undoubtedly but did they run every single time at that to that spot is that the point of attack it's no different so you Look at how many times they run the individual. It sort of it sort of evens out when you're talking about over the over the you know the time of fullbacks in there. So I look at certain teams that still use it. I look what the San Francisco 49ers are doing, and look what they're doing with Cal Huschek. Here's a guy that gets downhill. He's blocking. He's catching. He's doing a lot of great things. He is a focal point of that offense because he's tough. He's physical, and that's why Baltimore hated to see him go. But you see what he's doing in San Francisco. So there's still some guys out there. You look at Kansas City. They use Raiders. So you just hope that this fullback position comes back and that's why i got the hat on 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Make fullbacks great again. I, I love, love it. it. I, I've told this story many, many times. I've told it when you've been on here. I'll never forget walking out of then Adelphia Coliseum with you into the players' parking lot. At the time, I was stringing for like Sporting News Radio, and I, they would always want a player from the, the winning team. And so you guys did obviously a lot of winning that year at home. And so I had asked you to, to call into Sporting News, and so I was walking out to the car with you, and it was at the end of the year, and you just beaten the Jacks. And they finished, you know, their regular season fourteen and two. We know their two losses. And I remember saying to you, just me and you talking before I was going to hand you the phone. And you said, I said, what if you play Jacksonville? Yes, Lorenzo. What's going to happen? You're like, like they know what's going to happen. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like we're going to beat them again. I'm like, three times in one year. And you, you, without any hesitation, you said, oh, they know it. We can see it in their eyes. They know they can't beat us. And, and you, you can and I just, I'll never I forget know, that. 20 that's, years ago, I'll never crazy, forget that. It was, it was like yesterday. It was so vivid. We're sitting there, and you're like, man, have you guys played Jacksonville three times? I said, dude, they know. When you line up against another guy, and you feel that, and you go, and you go in there, especially when you're running lead draw, and you're running a play, and you hit them, and you just see them kind of their eyes. They look at you. Guys usually talk junk. And then if you hit them again, and you just see them starting to, okay, and then they come at you, and they might try to give you a shoulder. They might try to slip you. They don't want it. And when we played Jacksonville that year, earlier that year in Tennessee, it's the second time we beat them, we lined up and you watch Eddie carry the ball probably 10 times in a row. It was that night game. And we just yep. went downhill on them and we, they tapped out and said no more. <laughs> and when you get in that situation and you know you're going to see that team again, if you come out and impose your will and take their first punch, they'll come out again. Clearly like Muhammad Ali, that, that, that fight where he said, what's my name game? That what's my, what's my name fight where the guy said, your mama named you Clashes. Your mama named yeah. you Clashes. I'm going to call you Clashes. I'm not going to call you Muhammad. And Muhammad could have knocked him out and he kept on going. Finally said, Muhammad, what's your name? Muhammad. That's that game. That's that Jacksonville game. If you just stay on them, keep at them, you know they're going to quit. And that's why we motorboated them. <laughs> motorboated them in that last game. Make, for making three. <laughs> uh, to get to that third time, um, there had to be a memorable game here on a – it started off on a Saturday morning, cold game against the Buffalo mm. Bills who happened to be here in town this weekend. Yeah. So – you know where I'm going with this. Absolutely. What happened in that game? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think it was only 16 seconds left in that game. Because anytime we asked Derek about it, he didn't remember. So, Well, that's because he was cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. <laughs> yeah, he, he, got, he, he got knocked out that game. He was. D-Mace is soft. You guys, <laughs> so you guys, be sure, print it, write it. He, he, he checked out of the game. That was supposed to him. That wasn't supposed to be Dyson. That was supposed yeah, right, to be yeah. D-Mace. And, you know, he got, you know had, had, of course, he had a, you know, a concussion, so he couldn't come back in the game. And and then Ike Berg couldn't do it, yep. which was the second guy. And Kevin Dyson was like the third or fourth guy. Who had never, never practiced Right. It. Never. That's we, why he was almost almost a lateral because he was running instead of staying back. And it, they had to, you know, of course, review it, and we know what the results were. But that play is, is you know, we're doing the, you know, no pun, the hundred top 100 plays in the National Football League, and here's a play that's in the top five in the yeah. history of the game. And when you watch that play and you watch, you look at, the late, great Steve McNair, you watch him on the sideline, you look at Eddie, you look at all those guys, Eddie's on a knee. Let's face it, thought it was over. I mean, you look at the head coach, the fans. I mean, it was so quiet in that stadium when before that play. You just saw everyone's heads down. Yep. You could feel the vibe. It was so quiet. They said that they – People they heard, were leaving. They were leaving. They heard a noise in the corner, and they looked over, and they said they saw a mouse peeing on a sponge. That's how quiet it was. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then, trust me, it got loud when that play started. 
I know you've told us. I I remember you saying that you knew. I, I remember yes. service. You knew yes. they were going to kick to you, right? God, you you got a memory like an elephant. Bro. Not really. No, I no, just, no. You're this on stuff this. is coming together today. I don't know why. Yeah, I remember. Usually they're going, Darren. That's not. That's no, not Darren. What was said. No, Darren. That's not what was no, said. absolutely, one thousand percent. Alan Larry calls it playing it at the time. It's called home run throwback. He calls us huddle up. We're trying to find a guy to go because the guys are down. They finally get, you know, guys, the guys that's going to run the play. And we break the huddle. Everyone's getting lined up. I go to Frank, pull it sidebar conversation. I said, Frank, they're kicking this ball to me. Because at practice during the week, I could throw it, but I had my pads off. You know, usually it's on Friday or Saturday, so you're not wearing all the neck rolls and right. all the other stuff. So, you know, I could throw it if I desired and all that stuff. And I think that's why I think maybe Dyson thought maybe – not Dyson, but probably thought – Mason thought – no, Dyson. Kevin Dyson probably thought that I was going to throw it, so that's why maybe he was even up a little mm. up a little far. But I told Frank, come get this ball because they're going to kick. And it's crazy. When the ball was up there, it just seemed like forever. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, here it comes. And I remember like, okay, tuck your arms. Make sure you – just – you know you're going through sure. all those fundamentals. Yeah. You're like, I can't be the one. And like when I made the catch, it was like, hallelujah, at least I got that. <laughs> I know I got the ball. Now I can, uh, you know, I can give it back, get it back to check and, and just watching that play, making the block, and just hearing the crowd start. It was, it's sort of like a – you know, when someone sings the, the national anthem at the end, they give them that, that, that last note and they just scale it up. It's just the crowd just got louder and louder as, you know, Dyson continued to run down the sideline. It was awesome. Lorenzo Neal is with us. So I know it's been said a lot. In fact, we talked to Coach Lowry just a few weeks ago. So he's helping out with the local uh, high school team now over at uh, Ravenwood High yep. School. But when you guys practice it every week, did they – did they practice kicking it to the different guys? So if it went to you one week, or just so, so everybody would know what to do if it got kicked to a certain guy? Yes, it, they, we practiced that. And if it's kicked to me, I could throw the ball. You have the option to do a lot yeah. of different things. So I don't know if Alan told you that, but you had the option whoever wanted to throw the ball. And <laughs> and I didn't want to throw it <laughs> for some reason. I just wanted to catch it. And So uh, did you practice flipping it to Frank in no. practice? No, you had practiced throwing it. Yes. Okay. So it's it, it, so it's so it's, you kind of made it up, Frank. I'm we're adding a wrinkle here. I'm yeah. giving it to you. Yes, yeah. And and so it it, it worked out great for us. And uh, and it's, it's it's ironic this weekend. I'm here going to be in Franklin signing autographs. We're doing that, Mason and I. You know, for autograph signings. You know, celebrating the the 20 years. How many years it's been? And also they're playing the Buffalo Bills this weekend. And uh, just excited to be in town. Excited to see a lot of the fans because uh, those moments. They they're ingrained in your mind, and that's why you and I, when we had our conversation in the parking lot, all the different times, those are moments that you never forget. Those are the moments that this is the reason why you guys are in radio. That's the reason why I'm in radio. It's the reason why we love sports. There is a moment that you became a fan. It was me as a young kid watching Chuck Muncie, Kellen Winslow, Dan Fouts, Charlie Jordan, Wes Chandler, watching the San Diego Chargers and Don Coryell when I was a young kid, and always watching them lose to the Miami Dolphins. Just couldn't get over that, <laughs> you know. And it's those are those moments that you just like. Like become that true fan and there's moments that people that are driving going to work or wherever they may be at their lunch break right now it's moments that you love that makes people the fans uh, you know we've said there were a lot of great memories <sighs> at that that stadium we've talked to a lot of former players that came in as the opposition and said at that time it was definitely the place nobody wanted to go but no one you'll never be able to recreate that when that when Dyson got in that noise 
what that, that stadium, I always say it felt like it was bouncing. It was bouncing. I mean, you'll never be able to recreate something like that. Okay. Even so the greatest college no. football atmosphere with 100,000, you couldn't create the 69,000 there that day in that moment. This is another part of it that I always remember. You mentioned how quiet it was before they kicked it to you, but also after the frenzy of they score, and then that Ooh. seemingly endless, the guy goes into the little movie theater there and is <laughs> looking. I mean, it was so quiet. And and then the, it went from zero to 100 again, <laughs> right yeah. after he says, we have a touchdown, you know? He what, what was that? like? It must have seemed like an hour Wait, that not, he was in there, right? It, it, yeah, oh, it seemed like eternity. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't about... What did that seem like? What did it seem like for him? Right. As oh. he comes in, when he's in there, like, okay, can we overturn this? Okay, is it obvious? No, it's not obvious. Is it close? Very close. Too close to call. Too close to call. Yeah. Then you can't overturn it. Do you know when he probably said, I can't overturn? Then they said, hey, look, you can't overturn. It's too close. Which which even years now, and they do the simulation, say it wasn't. A, it was definitely wasn't a forward lateral. Right, right. But it was, it was so close. I think if they would have called it a lateral, a forward lateral, a forward pass, I don't know if they would have been able to reverse it. <laughs> I think it was that close. Being being fair and unbiased, I yeah. think that you couldn't e- – either way, even years later, they were like, hey, this was definitely behind – it was definitely not a forward lateral. This was, they got this call wrong. At that time, I just think it would have been hard to reverse. I do not want to be that official. Do you know if he would have said – Oh, my gosh. Over, do you, oh. I mean, he, he couldn't have got out of it. He would have started. Been. He would have had to start running right there. I would have been. I, yeah, I was. I was going. To, I was already walking over by him. Everyone's. Everyone's. Growl, you got to realize. You got all fifty-three other guys were growling. I mean, he was like. He's like, okay, is these dogs or these titans? What is this? So, uh, what no. were you guys talking about during that moment? It. You know what? Was it a lateral? That's you know what everyone was it legal? <laughs> yeah. You know that's what everyone's saying. And yeah. We're saying the same things that you guys are saying. What, what did that look like? Man, it, it's so close. I, I mean, I had was my friends Frank on adamant. The t- was Frank like, hey, it was definitely a ladder. Man, it was a ladder on my arm. Hey, I do it. You know how Frank says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, it was back. Dyson went back. Watch it again. We're looking at it. We're all trying to be the officials on that play. But uh, it, So it what was, happened to you, by the way, whenever you when you gave it to Frank? What was your... I went right into block mode. Okay, I was going to say, I you made, probably I made like were... a couple blocks. Okay. You gotta, when you watch it again... So you didn't see it. I, I did not see the throw, but as I blocked, I engaged. It was it was really close. That play was... It was it was really exciting how it all, how it all uh, uh, you know, unfolded. Oh. It, was, it was awesome. Oh, man. Um, you got Dude. one more segment in you? I know absolutely, you've been working a lot today. Absolutely. I love you guys. Low Neil on Mason, the other side. Mason out, low Neil in. <laughs> <laughs> more with them on Darren Donick and Chase next. Dyson and Bird are deep. Taken by Neal. He gives it to Wycheck. Wycheck. That looked like a forward pass. Taken by Dyson. Dyson down the sideline. Dyson's going to go all the way. And there is no flag. a touchdown, but we need to look at that replay. All that's missing is the band. That's right. That's the only thing. That's awesome. There you go. Mike Patrick and Joe Theismann. Wow. And there were 300,000 people Mm. that told us they were at that 
the game that right, 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 three hundred thousand right, right, people. Right, yeah. right. I was there. I was there. I yeah. was there. No, it was sixty nine. And by the way, as we said, people were leaving. No question. People were leaving. We know. We've talked to people. the bridge. We saw people going across, and all of a sudden they're sprinting back to the because they could hear the crowd roaring. They're trying Weren't to get back tra- in. They were trying to get back in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were trying you, to get you, back you in. You left. You can't come back. I got in. the that night, guys. I remember going to dinner. My mom was in town, and family was in. I went to some steakhouse. The lines out the door. Walk in, aides Neil, come in. Put me, gave me a table. I mean, my bill was probably like seven, eight hundred bucks. Mister Neil, yeah. we got you. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 of course, left a nice tip, but it was like that. That that play. I mean, it seems like I played here for twenty years. It does. Because, honestly, it, it seemed like if you ask me. I mean, before before San Diego. I, I I thought you know had to, you know played for you know played for some other teams you know played for the Saints you know played for Tampa Bay. I'm telling you, there is no feel like Nashville. I mean, the fans, the people. People ask me all the time, even in California. San Diego was great because we won. We had some elite teams yep. like like this. Just didn't, unfortunately didn't ball didn't bounce the right way. But people ask me, where is the best places to play? Nashville and San Diego. The fans, the people. And just the culture here. This place is, a, is, is is unreal, and I think everyone's on to it now. You can see how it's booming. This is a friggin' great sports mm-hmm. town, and people are loyal. That's what I love. Yeah. By the way, number four oh, in the, it's, the oh, best plays of all time. Number four? Number four. I, you I, I had a top five. Yeah, yeah. It's the four? It's number four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the NFL, this is season 100, and so NFL yeah. Films and the NFL, they've gotten together. They've got a top 100 plays. Characters, teams—they they got a lot of stuff that they're doing with this. So, so we, do we? Do we? Is that? Do we medal in the Olympics at four? Is, is that a? Uh, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. But, uh, you're not quite on the podium there. Uh, so what's ahead of it? The catch. Uh, and that's a questionable. Yeah. This is like the, this is like the throwbacks catch. Yeah. I guess, so. I'll I'll look up. It depends on who you ask. Right. Right. right exactly. <laughs> While you're doing that, Willie, yeah, I do yeah, want to tell everybody yeah. that, uh, in all seriousness, this is. Spectacular! I didn't see the list till Lorenzo Neal handed it to me during the break. But hey, the factory in uh, in Franklin, yes, the, in Franklin, there's Music City Sports Collectibles. Autograph guests include Pete Rose, Earl Campbell, Earl who was Pearl. out of practice. Yep. By the way, we were just talking about this earlier. That's the first time he's been here. Yeah, we did yeah. not know that. And that is unbelievable. Well, he's dealing with some illness, yeah. and he's yeah. been such an awesome man. I love that man. Guy. He was awesome to watch. And he played Bobby Hull will be there, of course, Lorenzo Neal, Kevin Dyson, Jayon Brown, D Mace, as some of the Titans. You got Victor Arvidsson, Rocco Grimaldi out there on the representing the Predators. There's gonna be seventy five tables. This is gonna be a really cool. And uh, for more details, go to the gamenashville.com under the events tab. So this weekend what, today, tomorrow, and Sunday? Is that right? Yes, sir. That, yep, three days. It's going to be awesome. Come out there tonight. Dyson's going to be signing. I'm going to be signing. Got, you know, some some great legends of baseball, basketball, football. They're going to be all out there. So definitely want to come out. This is a great weekend. Got the Titans and the Bills. Uh, you know, what a coincidence. Excited about watching that game. Excited about seeing that game. When you guys look at these two teams, both of them are, you know, both coming off. One had a big win. Tennessee had a huge win against Atlanta. They went in there and played smash mouth football. Playing against a Buffalo team that plays good defense, the biggest question they have, just like the Titans have, is the quarterback, the trigger man. How do you guys see this game? How do you guys see this matchup? We were just reading uh, Allen's still in concussion protocol. He's got till tomorrow afternoon to clear. It doesn't look like he's going to play. At least yeah. 
I don't know, but that changes things. If I wanted to know Josh Allen. I mean, did you want to see who would you rather see? See, I'd rather see Allen far as just throwing the ball. Allen, yeah, he's big, physical, can run. Yep. But you know, the backups sometimes when you you look at you look at some of these teams, Jacksonville are they better right now? I think probably so. If you look at Carolina Panthers, Carolina Panthers are better without Cam Newton. Let's just face yeah. it, a not healthy Cam Newton, they are better. And a lot of these teams with their backups, you're seeing that they're stepping up and playing big. So it's going to be interesting to see this matchup. I'd rather have seen Josh Allen than McCallum, who you're going to see. Mm. Yeah, I, I want to see Marcus Mariota put together another solid game like Me he too. did. I mean, I just it's consistency. That's what we talk about every week. It's is he going to be here? Is he the quarterback of the future? How, how do you guys honestly know? No. Last year of the contract. <laughs> I, I know. We've talked about it all summer, the last couple of years. It's just... It's such an amazing thing because it's not clear cut. Is he going to be like? If he, he was get- terrible, it'd be an easy thing to say. Okay, it's time to move on. And if he was great, that would be easy. It'd be like, all right, fill out the check, give him what what you need to pay him. But he's right in the middle. Do you do you do what Jacksonville did with Bortles? Give him a two year extension. Is it is it that bad? That you, is, I think he was. Do you think he was more serviceable than Bortles? I he, think he's better than Bortles. So, I would I take him too. over. So Bortles. Would you, would yes. you, he's would had you, way more better games than than he had, than so, Bortles has. I think. So you let him. You guys let him go all together, or do you say let's do a two year deal, bring in another guy to to be this, you know, the predecessor? How, how do you handle it then? Well, the problem is, as you know, a quarterback position, a two year deal. What do you give him? I mean, will you give him right. twenty five million a year? What do you twenty? What, what's the number? What, that's, you got to realize you can't get him on the cheap anymore. Yeah, I think you can get him for anywhere from ten to fifteen. Here's it. Really? Because here's why: Kirk Cousins just jacked it up. Yeah. They they Washington Redskins let him go, which I know Gruden's in horrible shape there now. But when did he win ten games? And I get tired of this perception of it's the quarterback. It's 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 Tom Brady. Now, when you say Tom Brady and Patriots, I get that. You say Drew Brees and the Saints, I get that. But when you're starting to say a lot of these quarterbacks' name and you're saying it's no, you look at why they want to turn the keys over to Baker Mayfield. It's not Baker Mayfield in the in the, in, in, in the Browns. It's freaking Nick Chubb in the Browns. If they run the ball and they're consistent and then they can pass, then it becomes that. There's a lot of teams out there. You look at Philadelphia. Carson, he's another quarterback that he's good, but when they're running the ball, they're better. When you, when, when you look at a lot of these teams that are out there right now that we're talking about, even, even with Jacksonville, all these teams that are out there. Jacksonville last week, yeah, the young backup quarterback does well, but they're better when they're running the ball mm-hmm. too. When Born you have that, balance, yeah. go look at – you tell me when you have balance, you, you have a better chance to win, and that's what I think that this league has gone away from, and they're just trying to turn these guys loose. Look no further than Jared Goff. When Jared Goff doesn't have a great running game, that play action – Downfield, all their schemes, it don't work. The pocket doesn't hold up. They can't. P- people can turn their ears loose and get back there, pin their ears loose. So I disbelieve that this league has to show more balance. They're just thinking these quarterbacks are Tom Brady's and, and, and Drew Brees. They're not out there, and they can't do it. Well, and Mariota's so good at play action. What, yes. do, you need, what do you need for play action? You, good you need, running, yes. Yeah. And Derrick Henry, when, he, when they're handing him the football, he's one of those backs – you were in this league for a long time. That guys, they, you need to keep handing them the ball. Keep that's, feeding him. That's how they get better. And you hand him the ball close to twenty times a game, he's going to produce. Yeah. Would I, you like to block for him, dude? I'd love to. <laughs> he, he he's he, he's tough. He's physical. He gets downhill. He runs behind his pads. And, and and there's another guy out there that you know we talk about Hall of Fame. Eddie George is Hall of Famer. It, you 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 think about 
you think about the way that he ran, how physical he was. He's never heard any bad things. He was a great person. And you look at the running backs that are in the Hall of Fame. And Terrell Davis, all due respect, 2,000 yards. I'm, I'm you cannot you. tell me that Eddie 2-7 shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame yep. if Terrell Davis is in the Hall of Fame. And you look at his numbers, you look what he's Completely done. Completely agree. Eddie George, he should be in the Hall of Fame if you look at his numbers and the way that the guy played. 100% agreements. Right, let's have some fun. Let's do it. Kevin Dyson and the and the home run throwback with Low Neal Frank is number four in the okay. NFL's 100th anniversary top 100 plays of all time. Kevin Dyson is also involved in play number 11, the slant uh, reaching for the one yard line. The yeah. So he, Kevin Dyson's part of four and 11. That's mm. pretty cool. Okay. All right. So you guys have to guess what the three that are that have topped that according to the I got one the committee that put okay. this in. There. I'll let you guys go next. I'm I'm going with the Holy Roller. Is that one? The Holy Roller is that the Ken Stabler? Yes. Uh, it is not Against, in the top three. You talking about? Uh, oh, they were talking about different plays as in the top three. So I got through one out there because I already know the Frank. Oh, go ahead, and let you guys. Oh, know. have you seen it? I have. We have not. I seen haven't it. seen it. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I don't know. You guys don't know. Okay, because I, okay, I have go, it here. Why don't you? Why don't you? It's lay not the. Out, it's not okay. the Holy Roller. Okay. I don't. I don't think. I didn't see that in the top. It's not in the top ten. Okay. I, it might be in the top one hundred. So what there. he's asking us is: there's a hundred plays in the NFL, and they did a countdown. And yeah. right now we're in the top five. Okay. So we know the Music City Miracle is number four. Yep. So he's asking us collectively yep. as a group, what are the three what ahead? What are the top three ahead? Yeah. Mm. The Immaculate Reception. Reception was where I was going. That is number one. Raiders and okay, Steelers. That is number one. Yep. That's Which number is still, one. Like, and that's like controversial. the Music City Miracle is controversial. A little controversial, yeah. Because at the time you were not allowed as an offensive player. It couldn't go off an offensive player to right. another offensive right. player. So Frenchie Fuqua the guy that Terry Bradshaw was trying to throw to, he collides with Jack Tatum. Yep. Right. And it was close. Did it hit him? Did it not right. hit him? And right. Franco grabs it and goes all the way. But if it hit him at the time, that would have been an illegal play. Right. So John Madden and all the Raider fans still think they got hosed on they, that. Yeah, they, 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 just like the tuck rule with Brady, huh? That's it, yeah. Two. Mm. I'm it, sure that never comes up in your show. <laughs> uh, how about the catch? Joe Montana and Clark. That, Lorenzo Neal has got that it. one. That is number two. That, yeah. that was, yeah. Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark, rest in peace. Love that guy, by the way. Awesome. Did you get a chance to get to know him? Yeah, I worked with him. Uh, Did you? At Comcast, yeah. And always just lit up the room. Yeah. Just a great man, great person. And uh, thoughts and prayers with his family. He wanted a lot of the, the, the foundation and stuff for, you know, for, his, uh, for a, ch- a charity to be able to, you know, help with, with Alzheimer's and all that stuff. So it, it was tough to see guys like that, and especially guys that you played with. You know, we're, you know I think Frank's dealing with some issues from some of the guys that I played with. And it's, it's scary when you see guys that you played with, guys you know, and they're gone. They're yeah. leaving, leaving too soon, and, and life is uh, it's short. Anyway. All right. Well, you're on a roll. Yeah. I mean, one you, more. One what's, more. What's the, what's this the, what's is the, the tough one. We're looking number for number three. three. Okay. Okay. Number three. Number three. We got two of them. Come on, guys. I, I need uh, some. My yeah, back's no, getting. I know. Hey, I've been leading the way. He has. Hey, I mean, has. I did I my. Hey, coach, I did my He's, job. Listen, yes. I got on your hip. Didn't hey, do it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it something? With, is it the Cowboy? Give us. Just give us a. Okay, I will say it is a. It's a play that happened in a Super Bowl. Oh. Say it. Is this? Give us a team. Give us one team. Santonio Holmes. Santonio Holmes is number six. Okay. The the, the tiptoe against yeah. the Cardinals, that is number okay. six. But give us the teams that well, play. How about you want Malcolm any more hints? Bu- how about hints? Butler? 
Malcolm Butler is number five. Mm. You guys are all over this. Okay. It's pretty good. Malcolm Butler's interception at the goal line for the Patriots against the Seahawks is number okay. five. Is it is it, is it a Cleveland? Is it Cleveland involved? Cleveland is not involved. This is uh, I will team. say it's a give us some teams. Elway uh, helicopter. It might give it away. No, no helicopter. No, just give us a team. Come on, help us out, Coach. There is a New York team involved. New York team. Joe. Nope. Oh, oh, the the bubblegum. The bubblegum catch. David Tyree. David Tyree. Oh, is yeah! Oh. We see that's, that's, that's a team effort. A good team effort. How do we effort? Do we, do we agree with that? Oh, number three? Three? Number it's a heck three. It was pretty it's good. I it was, but number three? Number three? I might go Music City Miracle above that one. Yeah. Uh, We're a little biased three? here. I mean... It was a good catch. Number three. <laughs> oh, it was a it was a great catch. But it was. It was not a touchdown. It was right? definitely a catch, though. It was a it catch. Was, it was a catch. <laughs> no controversy. So the two plays, yeah. the, the two plays that are you know. Nah. I mean, Eli Manning, what he did to get the ball, just okay. not not avoiding the sack and then just throwing it there and then the catch was pretty remarkable. But number three, that's a debatable. Mm. Okay. Hey, we uh, good stuff. we've already, you've already been working all day. We've kept <laughs> you, you long guys. enough. Thank you guys. I enjoyed it. Come out and, and uh, come out to the autograph sign and come hang out. Come out to Franklin. See what we're doing. And I appreciate it. anytime you guys need me on the show. Yeah, you're the best. There. No worries. Cheers, uh, guys. The factory in Franklin. This guy, Lorenzo Neal, D Mace, Dice, like the whole crew. And, and by the way, start. You heard it, Earl Campbell. Earl to Pearl. I mean, come oh, on, man. That's awesome. your chance to meet. Earl Campbell, Pete Rose, give me a break. you got to go out there this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Low Neil, always good to see you. Good to be seen, brother. Continued success out in the Bay Area. Keep up the good work. We'll come back more of Darren Donick and Chase on the other side. ESPN, 102.5 The Game. Oh, you could do that all day with Lorenzo Neal. He's awesome. He is awesome. Of course, in town is... You just heard us talking about it. Hey, in all seriousness, get out to the factory in Franklin this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Can meet guys like him and talk to these guys forever. Get their picture, autograph, Pete Rose, Earl Campbell. The list goes on and on. There's going to be Predators players out there, Rocco Grimaldi, Victor Arvidsson. This is going to be quite the collectible show out in Franklin today, tomorrow, and Sunday. And how about that timing to have him in town as the Titans get ready to play the Bills. And we were watching home run throwback. We were watching the Music City Miracle again during the break. Now, this is, this is a little bit and of a And it was bummer. funny. We watched Lorenzo, as he said. He, he did give the ball to Frank and then turned and made the hit. But then, I, as, I, as I pointed out to him, I was like, but then you peeked. You turned around <laughs> and you were peeking at the play. You were watching that play. So he did have uh, a little bit of a view. I mean, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. A couple of, of details. A couple of details that I noticed because I'm watching the NFL films coverage of it is Lorenzo hands the ball to Frank. He didn't flip it to him, right? He he. It's not a classic handoff either, like the way you're taught. He reaches the ball out and says, "Here, you take this thing." And that the way he does it, he still is able to look and figure out who he's going to block. And Frank threw the ball with no strings. He 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 had the ball. You know, usually you you know you find you adjust the ball. Mm-hmm. And you put your fingers on the strings of the ball. He didn't do that. He just he threw a perfect spiral. And the 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 camera angle. There's certain camera angles that look. You're like, there's no way that could be a lateral. But only the one they had a film camera, basically right along the line. And that's when you can see that it is straight across. It's not back, but it's not forward, right? So straight across is is legal. And the call on the field, thankfully, 
was that it was illegal play. All the there, folks- there's another guy, too. Watch this, you guys. I, this is not good radio. But when, when Frank throws it, there's a guy um, for the Bills that is unblocked that for whatever reason doesn't really doesn't really kind of peels pressure off. him. Yeah, he kind of peels off. I don't know if he's afraid. Now, uh, so watch this. There's a there's a Bills player that's coming in from the opposite side. Like Lorenzo catches it. And Kevin Dyson by the way is, is right, right behind. Is right next to him. Yeah. Yeah, right behind him. Before he, you know, fans out and goes for the lateral. So Lorenzo hands it to him. He blocks one guy, but watch this guy come in from the side. He just 59. He stops. He doesn't 59. he doesn't really he kind of backed off. He doesn't really Hit him as he throws. Pretty interesting. Huh. Well, that would have been he roughing the passer. He didn't want to get uh, roughing the it, passer. With that l- roughing the lateraler? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, all the folks in town visiting from Buffalo listening to the show, welcome. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> sure, welcome. I'm sure you're loving this discussion. Welcome to town. <laughs> I've yet uh, to meet a Bills fan who does not think that that was. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they just they will not. No. They will, not, li- ar- they will argue all day and say it was not legal. So is it list time? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, just let's get Curtis in here real quick. Curtis, what's up? Hey, um, I just had uh, I wanted to put my neighbor on the list. <laughs> oh, so okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, that's all right. All right, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know that. I can't you. wait to all get right, the neighbor Curtis, on the list. Hold on, let's let's go you on. You blew and, through the stop sign. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what this. Okay, <laughs> we so, played the open. And everything. Let's go on. And, okay, yeah, we kind of got sidetracked with with low nil. Sorry, we get get memory lane. And no, you're, you're good. We just made the list. Uh, by the way, WWE Monday Night Raw tickets on the line. So let's load them up. Curtis, you are going to be first. 615-737-1025. 737-1025. Tell us who or what is on your list. This is a time to release and feel better. Maybe you're a Buffalo fan. Maybe you this has set you up for your list. Uh, maybe this discussion piece this hour has not been very comforting for you. But tell us who or what is on your list. All right, let's get let's get Curtis to get us started. Curtis, sorry about that. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Somebody's texting oh, your no neighbor problem. right now and going, he's about to put you on the list. Curtis is about to put you on the list. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know where my neighbor bought what I swear to God has to be the loudest Halloween decorations of all time, but he put them motion activated before he went out of town. So are are these like people? Night, like what what are they doing that's so loud? What what do these things do? It, it's this like giant inflatable witch that I guess crackles or laughs. Just this annoying screechy noise. <laughs> and every time, like I don't know if it just leaves going by, but it goes off like three hundred times a night. I, I wanted to go over there and just pop it <laughs> and just <laughs> put money on his door. Um, but yeah, it is so loud. And I don't know when he's coming back into town, but he better hurry. Or he won't have Halloween decorations when he gets back. How long has and this been up, last? Curtis? How long is this? this is October 4th? Three nights. He's so, Three nights. Since the first day of October, your neighbors put up the Halloween stuff. Oh, yeah, but they go all out. And it's really nice for my, you know, my, I bring my nieces over to look at it and stuff. But it's just, I don't know. This one is just, it's super irritating. Um and just one last thing real quick, just to keep with tradition, I do need to put Chris Godwin on the list just so he'll have a big game against the Saints this week. Okay, great. He's on my you fantasy team. List. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. I could God use another day. big game. You too. Uh, Godwin has had quite the year. Although, mm-hmm. by the way, you know, we talked about this so much with, with Mariota. This is 
kind of what everybody was hoping for, right? Then Winston right now is responding. Both of these guys, critical years going into their final year. And so far, Winston's looked really good. It'll be interesting to see the Redskins quarterback respond on Sunday. Did you guys see what just came out? No. Colt McCoy will start for the Washington Redskins. What a mess. Everybody. And now there's a a report that Jay Gruden didn't want. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's there's serious tension. It is. It is. It is extremely awkward. It, the, the reason uh, that he has not been, uh, I guess, so forthcoming with Dwayne Haskins is because it's coming out that Jay Gruden wanted no part of drafting didn't want him. Dwayne Haskins. Uh, we've, we've heard that story before um, in other places. Yes, I think we, we remember uh, that was the case here. Yeah. Yep. With uh, VY. Number 10. VY. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, gotta give, was, I gotta give you credit. You you were telling you were saying that as prolific as he was at Ohio State, that you were concerned. You had, were, some people were telling you he may not be the best I pro a, prospect. We had a previous producer that kind of mocked me for saying that. Yeah, I remember. He that. was like yeah. on the air, uh, pff, on the air. You're out of your mind. Dwayne Haskins is a sure. And so it's early. And look, it's very it's early. early. It's very early, but. They look some like doubters. a hot mess, and unfortunately for Jay Gruden, he looks like he's dead man walking. That's what oh, it looks no like. Doubt. Yeah, he's, I mean, at 0-4, it's just a matter of when. I don't even know if he makes it to week eight Yeah, if this uh, continues. I, I, I think he's a good coach. I think the Redskins are the hot mess. It kind of goes back to our previous discussion. I, th- I think it's more about what's above Jay Gruden because that's just yeah. the Redskins. They just – he has – you know, as other coaches have found out, they just they don't make very good decisions. And there's a lot of chaos and craziness up above the head coach. All right, we'll come back. A slew of phone calls. Curtis, thanks for getting us going. We'll come back. We'll rip through your calls. Who or what is on your list? 737-1025. We'll do that to wrap up the third hour of Darren, Donick, and Chase. That's next. Time to be a winner. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick out. Pick this week's games against the spread for all the bragging rights. You want some bad enough, then you come get some. Feeling extra confident? I'm the one true king. Make that game your top shelf for double points. This is Pick 6. Now on Darren, Donick, and Chase. It is pick six time. I don't know if we want to review or not. I don't think I've even looked at last week. This week, remember, what's different this year is you get an advantage if you call in. You can always get locked into our contest by going to thegamenashville.com. But if you call in and get locked into our contest, you get two top shelf picks. So there is a little advantage this year, and it has worked out as we have had tons of phone calls. And Max, you're saying right now it's kind of split down the middle between all the weeks. We've had half the winners that have called in and half the winners who have picked online. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's fair. Last week we did have a caller who won. Only two callers out of, I think, 11 or 12 picked Northern Illinois who did not win, but they covered. They covered. So that was a uh, big deciding point. So with it came being... down to the tie. It came down to the total points tiebreaker between wow. a caller and an online winner, and the caller 
Got it. There you go. So With the extra you, top shelf. Now you know why we have the extra top shelf and why we have the game total. So with that being said, I guess let's just throw it right back to you and uh, let's review. Let's do it. All right. So we came into this week. Darren and Chase both had 11 and Willie had 17. Northern Illinois at Vanderbilt. Commodores favored by six and a half. <sighs> NIU went for two for no reason to make it a six-point game. They lost by six. I guess the thinking there, I've come to terms with this, the thinking there is you're going to go for two for the win if you do get another touchdown. So go for it in the lower-pressure situation where Vanderbilt presumably will not spend a timeout to get ready for it. That's what happened. They got it easily. But the side effect of that is they did cover. All three of you picked Vanderbilt. Chase picked Vandy as his top shelf. Oof. So no points there. Yeah. Whoops. Kentucky at South Carolina was not a close football game. No. South Carolina was favored by three and a half. They won by more than three and a half. The only person who picked South Carolina on our very lovely panel was Willie Donick, who is now gone, but hopefully listening. (laughs) So that's a point for Willie. Titans and Falcons. You guys all picked the Titans. And they won. I remember correctly. So yeah, that's a did. point for everybody. Well, plus they were getting points. They were getting three and a half points. Sacks. Who had more sacks? The Falcons? Uh, no. No, the Titans. <laughs> the Titans. The Titans had more. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't sure which way to score that one. Yeah. The two of you, Darren and Chase, both had the Titans. Willie had the Falcons, and that was his top shelf, which I thought was a very random Ooh, top shelf pick. Wow. That's a coin flip there. I mean, that's that's tough to predict. Well, both teams had struggled right. getting to the quarterback, and the Titans definitely won that battle last Sunday. I just thought it was a weird thing to put the top shelf on. I mean, it's it's the thing that you have the – it's the most random of the six, in, in my view. So that's two more for Willie and Darren. Hope Willie's listening. Or Darren and Chase. Your question is pick. I like it. And then Julio Jones over under 100 receiving yards. He was well under. Chase was the only person who picked the under. Give me the under. So a big point for Chase. And then the Brownies and the Ravens. Ravens were favored by six and a half. The Browns upset on the road. That is Darren's top shelf, OH. Chase picked the Browns. Willie picked the Ravens. So this is by far Willie's worst week. He got two points to go from 17 to 19. Chase gets four to go from 11 to 15. And Darren, as the only person who at his top shelf, also picks up four. Hmm. So it is now Willie 19, Chase 15, Darren 15. Okay. Oh, we're tied. A little bit closer. Yeah. I'm getting there. All right. Now this week. Now let's pick. Let's make it official. Number one. There we go. Number one. There's an echo in the room. Auburn at Florida. That's the Saturday 2.30 CBS game. Two ranked teams. Auburn's been on a roll. Auburn is favored by two and a half in the swamp. The Tigers favored over Florida by two and a half. What do you have? I'm going to go Auburn. I think it'll be a good game, but I think Auburn's pretty good. And Florida has shown, even 
even in their wins, they have shown some some weaknesses. So I like War Eagle. I think everybody's going to pick Auburn, and I get it. They should. It looks like Auburn is the better team. I just have a weird feeling. Like, why is that line two and a half? Yeah. Everybody's going to take Auburn. So you know what? You're going I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go Florida. All right. Just because. Usually the public is wrong. Yeah. yeah. That's why they have those beautiful casinos out there. <laughs> they're showing, oh, they're showing Anderson going down at Madison Square Garden last night. Whoops. They look like me out there on skates. All right. Willie has not sent me his picks, even though he said he would. He will. So they will come later. All right. Number two. All right. Georgia in Knoxville to take on the Vols. Will they be able to checkerboard that place? I don't know. We'll find out. Saturday night, 6 p.m. kickoff, our time, ESPN. This is how this question's going to go. Georgia is favored by 24 and a half. That's it's a actually lot. ridiculous that Tennessee is, has a home game and they are a 24 and a half point underdog. But here are your choices. A, the Vols lose by 12 points or less, which means if they win, obviously that fits into that category. Okay. If you choose that category and it's correct, you get two points. Okay. Falls lose by 12 points or less, two points. B, UT loses between 13 and 24 points. That's worth a point. And also C is worth a point. Vols lose by 25 or more. Mm. Where are you going with this one? Oof. I'm going to go... 12 points or less or a win, we know. Yeah. That's two points. Between 13 and 24 is a point, 25 or more, which would be over the spread. That's also a point. I'm going to go C. Wow. You think they get You think they get housed? Yeah. I do. I just I just don't think they have the offense to be able to keep up. And Georgia's going to, you know, Georgia's got a big-time offense and big-time defense. I just think they're too good. I I just I I I don't have a lot of faith in Tennessee. There's really no reason to have any faith. I think I'm going to play the percentages on this. Maybe this is a bad strategy. Go against what everybody's going to say. You're play going the be. percentages. No. I'm going to go A. Oh. I'm going to go for it. Oh. You're going for the deep pass. I am. I'm going to go for it. Okay. Interesting. Number three. Vanderbilt is down in Oxford to take on Ole Miss. One, the listeners, we need a game total. And here is the question. That's a 6.30 kickoff that can be seen on SEC Network. A, either Keyshawn Vaughn, Elijah Lipscomb, or Jared Pinckney will score a touchdown. You get a point if you think that one of those three score a touchdown in the game. You get the big three. Yep. Big three, they score a touchdown, one of them, you get a point. Or you can choose B and say none of them will score a touchdown and you get two points. Mm. Yeah, you have changed it up this week. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, I will go A. You are saying yes, touchdown. Yes. Can He's we saying... can we call this a yes or no for simplicity's sake? Yes, one of the three will score a touchdown or no, well, they will not. That's why I said either. 
Yeah, but but A, A okay. and B is confusing. Yeah, okay. So yes, just if, for if notations choose, purposes. If you choose yes, it's worth a point. If you choose no, and it happens, none of the big three, it's worth two points. Uh, you know, this one I'm gonna have to go with. Look, if Vanderbilt has any chance, they have to one score. of those three has to score. So yes, I will go. I will go A. Yes, one of them will score a touchdown. Number four. Bills and Titans. We didn't do the game. By the way, we need a game total on Vandy Ole Miss. That'll be a lot more fun. Yep. Bills and Titans. I didn't want people calling in going, game total, uh, 23. <laughs> Six. Game total, 11. Yeah. Game total, 19. So, have a little bit more fun with Vanderbilt and Ole Miss, which should be a high-scoring affair. Bills and Titans. Titans favored by three and a half. Mm. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Titans, and I'm going to go top shelf. I am also going Titans. But not on the shelf. I haven't decided on top shelf. Okay. I want to, I want to let it play five. Number five. Over, under, Frank Gore rushing yards. Doesn't look good for uh, Devin Singletary to, to play again. He's been yeah. out the last two games. Frank Gore is averaging... 68 and a half yards per game this season. Over under Frank Gore rushing yards, 70 and a half. 70 and a half. Over under. I'm going to go over. Over? I will take the under. I I just, I like the Titans defense. Okay. Number six. Finally. Will either Deion Lewis, Johnu Smith, or Adam Humphreys score a touchdown? Yes or no? And of course, the reason those three are on that list, because none of them have scored a touchdown yet. Can one of them score a touchdown on Sunday? Yes or no? Deion Lewis, Johnu Smith, Adam Humphreys. I like that question. It's a good one. I'll say yes. You say yes. I'll say yes. I think Humphreys could break through. I'll go no. I'm gonna stick with the theme this year, and I will. Uh, I will take Auburn as my top shelf. Auburn is your top shelf. Okay, we'll have to get Willie's picks off air. We will come back and take your phone call seven three seven one zero two five. Get locked into pick six. Remember, you get two top shelves if you do it by phone. We'll come back and take your calls next. I'm Darren Donick and Chase, ESPN 1025 The Game.